T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is high. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Radio 92.9 The Game on uh, this uh, Saturday. One of those Saturdays where the NFL playoffs begin and we have a Hawks game tonight. But boy, I guess around here, and this is no offense to the Hawks, and I don't mean this in any way, it's like we're all kind of waiting for news. <laughs> we all know it's coming. This next week is going to be chock full of news. John Fricky in. Now, I've been gone for a week here. I went up to Indiana and um, spent some uh, six days up in up in Bloomington, or as they call it, B-Town, uh, and uh, it was up with family and whatnot, and I uh, drove back yesterday and all that rain, well, I didn't drive, I, I can't drive right now because of my medical issues, so the Maven had to do all the driving, and she did a yeoman's job, uh, and I just want to give her credit for that, because it's about an eight-hour drive, uh, and she said, you know, we're going through rainstorms and thunder and they are nonstop, and <laughs> okay, uh, Oren Romain is back at the mothership, Oren, what is up? Good afternoon, John Fricky. What's going on, bud? I know you almost say good morning because I'm used to it, too. <laughs> had to check real quick to see what side of uh, noon we were on there, 12 o'clock, because, uh, yeah, I'm uh, Saturday is getting accustomed to being back here on Saturdays, one, and then two, uh, getting accustomed to being back up before, I guess, two o'clock, too. So, hey, you know, get used to several <laughs> yeah. things there, yes. <laughs> Well, yeah, I mean, you're, you're all over the map. You were up at, you know, we were doing 5 a.m. to 10 a.m. for a while, you and yeah, I. Yeah, then and there was that, and, that 9 yeah. to 11 thing, and then now it's the everyday uh, um, Dukes and Bell 2 to 7, and then uh, mm-hmm. Chuckery when he uh, when we don't have football or Hawks basketball, so those nights. Yeah, so, you know, I mean, right. I mean, you're, you've been all over the way. One of the great days of my life was when Reggie Rouse, who's one of the big bosses at, at our station, calls and says, hey, you know what, I, you guys don't have to do the five to six hour anymore. <laughs> oh, yay! <laughs> oh, yes. Just the little things. The little things. Like, yes, I can get <laughs> I a like, bit oh, more sleep you, in the morning. Thank now, yes. you, God. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, so um, uh, what I miss in the last – oh, I know what I missed. <laughs> That's rhetorical. <laughs> For those of you in Eckworth, that means I ask a question I already know the answer to. Uh, anyway, um, <laughs> uh, well, 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 you know, I, I, it's like I don't really know where to start uh, except for the fact that uh, we're going to begin with the Falcons, obviously, at 404-726-0929. And if you've never called the talk shows that I do over uh, the years, whether it was here, Fox, wherever, uh way it kind of works is uh, I don't shut you down on another topic. If you want to talk about the Hawks, it's fine. But I present a topic, and I really kind of want to, to talk to you about it. This is not a drive-by show, okay? This is not, um, 
hey, John, do you think uh, we, we should uh, draft a quarterback? I'll hang up and listen. That's not what this is, okay? I, you are the guest here. There's no other guests. It's me and Orrin and you at 404-726-0929, and we have a discussion, which also means that if you're calling in and you're on hold, you do have to be patient and wait a little bit longer because the people in front of you get more airtime than just, uh, hey, how you doing, and move on, okay? It's not rapid fire, all right? We're not flushing the lines here. Uh, it's your opportunity to come in and actually be part of a talk show as if it'd be the same as if I'm standing at a bar and you walk up and say, John, I, nice to meet you here. Let me buy you a beer, which you can do, by the way. I'm always – free beer works for me. Um, and, and then you buy me the beer and you say, well, I got to go. No, no, dude, stay here. Let's chat. <laughs> let's talk. Um, let's have a discussion. And, and that's what I want to do with you. And we're going to be talking about the Falcons, about what we have to do now. Before I get into that, though, Oren's going to have to help me a little bit, and maybe some of you out there can help me too. So, as part of uh, Christmas, my folks up in Michigan uh, sent down some Omaha steaks. Now, I've got these filet mignons, these bacon-wrapped filet mignons. It occurs to me that at my age, 63, and the number of steaks that I have cooked in my life, thousands, I've never cooked a filet mignon. I've done strips and T-bones and ribeyes and you know, this and that and flat irons and you name it, you know, border houses. I've never actually cooked a, a filet mignon, Warren. I've never done it. Okay. And, and so I'm a little bit – now. I've been, so I go to YouTube and I'm watching some videos and they're talking about reverse sear. Have you ever done a reverse sear on a steak? I have not done a reverse sear on a steak before. That's when you start and finish in different places. Right, it starts. Yeah, you on start like in the oven, oven, and then it finishes on the uh, on a skillet or the grill. Right, and then you just put the the, the the the. So I've never done that before. So all of a sudden, here I am. I'm thinking, ah, oh, I got steak scoped, and now I and now I'm presented with something that I've never done, because it just occurs to me I, when I go to a steakhouse, I probably have only had, truth be told, one, maybe two. Certainly, I think just one filet mignon in my life. It's not something I order. I, I'm, Why not? I'm more of a – because I, I'm a ribeye guy. Okay. Bone in? I just have been. Yeah, preferably, if you can get a good one. Though, I, I mean, Marcel's, which has a tomahawk ribeye that is to die for, is great. But the last time I was there, and this is like pre-inflation, it was like 175 I can't even imagine what it is now. <laughs> yeah, the price of cows have gone <laughs> Two and up. a half. Yeah. Uh, you know, 250 for a steak or something like that. It's like, oh, no, nah, yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> but I was a ribeye guy. I grew because I grew up in hotels, and that's what we served. We served T-bones and ribeyes, and um, and so I, I guess may, there may have been a fillet on there, but it was so expensive at the time. It was fifteen dollars or something. My dad said, "No, you can't order that. You can't order the fillet. No, we got to save that for the guests." All right, I got I got gotcha. you. So I just never ate a whole lot of fillet. So and I've never done a reverse sear. Now, so I'm you know I can make a Bernays sauce. I get that I can do. I can do the tarragon thing with the eggs and the white wine vinegar. I can I can make all the sauces. That's easy. I, I've done that my whole life. Uh, but the the whole yeah reverse sear here. I, I'm just a little bit cautious about it because I don't want to waste what is essentially considered to be right or in the the greatest cut of meat. I think that's what people think it is anyway. Okay. Right. Yeah. I I, I trust you've eaten a lot of fillet. I've eaten my fair share of fillet, bacon wrapped and not bacon wrapped. Okay. And which do you prefer? Oh, I'm. You wrap anything in bacon, and that's my. That's my. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. 
Yeah, these are bacon wrapped, and you know, and, and so I mean, which is fine. I, bacon wrapped is fine by me too. Anyway, that, so I, that, I'm just kind of curious. Maybe you can help me out a little bit with that if you've got something. I know that Connie. I can probably just pick up the phone and call Mike Connie because Mike Connie is like the, you know, the sous vide chef de jour thingy. That's what he and you know, or as I mean, as, as he likes to call it, sous vide. And sous vide, right? Uh, so I mean, and I've got a sous vide. I tried it, and uh, it wasn't so much for me. I mean, I got it for Christmas one year, and now it's just parked next to the George Foreman Grill waiting to go to Goodwill. It just wasn't for me. Uh, it just, uh, the whole sous vide thing just didn't work. Uh, sous vide, for those of you who don't know, is you, you take your steaks and you put them in uh, watertight plastics, and you put them in boiling water with the thing, and it cooks them in the boiling water inside the, okay, you know, I just, that's, I, I, that's too much work. <laughs> I, it may work. Uh, I, I guess I, I keep thinking if it was such a great thing, you would go to a you would go to a restaurant, high end restaurant, and that's how they would cook them. Oh, we sous vide our steaks. I've never heard of it. <laughs> I went okay. I got hooked into that one. Nah, uh, moving on. Uh, so um, speaking of moving on here, and the Hawks. By the way, just so you know, me and then Chris Thomas will go to the Hawks game tonight, seven o'clock. Uh, is the pregame show 7.30 is the tip against Washington. And, of course, MLK Day, and I'll be back on MLK Day from 10 to 1. Uh, we have the afternoon game, uh, the uh, Wemby and the Spurs. That'll be a 3.30 game at State Farm Arena. Something so, to watch for, John. For um, uh-huh. The Spurs have a back-to-back. They're playing tonight. Wemby's not playing tonight. They're not doing him in back-to-backs because of his uh, an ankle issue that he's having right now. So, I – I suspect he will be good for Monday. I hope he will be good for Monday, but just something to monitor that uh, yeah, Wimby, uh, Wimby is not playing in tonight's Spurs game. Well, you know, I mean, if they don't have their star, like, you know, the Pacers didn't have Ty- Tyrese Halliburton, I mean, that's good. Oh, wait. I didn't, mean, I didn't make any difference. Otherwise, about the Pacers. <laughs> the Pacers have shot, I think, it's something like 60% in each. Conte was dropping stats last time after the game. It's 12 quarters of basketball that they've played against the Hawks, and they've scored at least 30 points, at least 30 points in 11 of the 12 quarters. They've hit 60% shooting. Over 140 a game. I know. Yeah, it's hitting just 60% ridiculous. shooting, yeah. and then uh, they have something like, it's like 94 or 95 assists that they have in the last two games against the Hawks. Well, with the Hawks, it's real simple. Okay, we know that there's got to be a trade coming. Okay, we, we know. I mean, this ain't working. We get it. It's nice. I mean, Jalen's nice, but this ain't – you can't – no, this is not working. And so there's a big trade coming. Now, whether that's DeJounte or – hey, maybe it's Trey. What? Yeah. <laughs> what? I mean, but we'll get into that on Monday. Uh, today, because uh, I'm going to see what happens tonight, and then I'm going to get into that leading up to the Spurs game on Monday. If you want to talk about it, that's fine. 404-726-0929. I don't shut anybody down. It's not, oh, we're talking about this. I don't do that. It's not, not my style. Also, I want to let you know as you call in today and talk to me, we can disagree without being disagreeable. Okay, so because after the whole thing with the Falcons, there were a lot of people that were being disagreeable with me about Rich McKay, and I was trying to explain to them that he's unfireable. Okay, so let's talk about stuff that can actually. We've got to fire the owner. <laughs> it's, uh, you know, look, Arthur Blank at the very top. Okay. He owns a team, owns a stadium, owns the PGA Superstore, owns the new golf team, owns the, you know, the, the Atlanta United, right? Okay, very good. The guy right behind, underneath him is a guy named Steve Cannon, okay? I'm really good, but I like Steve a lot. Like our, I like Mr. Blank a lot, too. And right below Steve Cannon is Rich McKay as CEO of AMBSE, okay? She, he's technically my daughter's boss, 
So you think I'm going to call up my daughter's the event coordinator at the Home Depot backyard. Do you think I'm calling up my daughter's boss in here? No, that's A. And B, it doesn't matter. Plus, I like Rich a lot, know him fairly well, uh, and uh, known him a long time. It's it's a an irrelevant conversation, and that's what I'm trying to tell all of you. He's not. Arthur Blake is not going to fire Steve Cannon. He's not going to fire uh, Rich McKay. He's just not. They're his guys. They, they're having dinner together. They're, his, they're, they're not getting fired. You want to blame them, that's fine, but it's a pointless exercise. They've got to go. No, they're not going. They're not going anywhere. Steve Cannon's not going anywhere unless he, unless he chooses to leave. Rich McKay's not going anywhere unless he chooses to leave or retire. They're not going anywhere. You want to say they're at fault, fine. But I'm not talking about fault here. I'm talking about people screaming at me, you're backing up Rich McKay. Well, A, again, he's my daughter's boss. There's that. I like him, B. Uh, so there's that, too. Do I think he bears some culpability and responsibility? Sure, of course he does. He knows that. Ultimately, he's responsible, so is Mr. Blank. Not not, not so much Steve Cannon. i got to take him out of the picture here. Steve runs the whole show, but he's not doing anything with the teams. But the day-to-day operations of the team are not something Rich McKay does anymore. Okay, uh, day to day, I'm talking about practices and uh, per- personnel decisions and things of that nature on a day to day basis. That's Greg Beatles, the team president. That's Terry Fontenot. Now, it is interesting to me when they did come out after the Arthur Smith thing and Terry Fontenot had been sidelined. I went, OK, all right. You know, that was interesting. All right. Uh, he's being consulted, air quotes, right? Consulted. Uh, so, uh, all right, uh, and I think that, that the reason for that is, you know, and best I could tell, is if they were to hire a Bill Belichick, Belichick's probably going to come in here and say, look, I'm not taking direction on player personnel decisions from anybody. I'm making all of them, and there Terry Fontenot gets reassigned or he gets let go. I mean, so I, I think that's really a, a situation where that's why he's consulting. So we all understand what's going on here, okay? And Rich McKay is, yes, he's in charge of this. You know, he, he screwed everything up. Oh, okay. All right, if you say so. Um, you know, I, he didn't miss a block. <laughs> that was uh, a guy who wanted to play for the Saints. But the, the, the point of the matter is he's not going to get fired. So it's pointless to talk about firing Mr. Blank. You can't fire an owner anyway, and he's not going to sell the team. These are pointless screaming at clouds here. Let's talk about what has to be done because what do we want? As badly as we want a quarterback, and we will get a new quarterback, we don't know what, could be trading up to number one because of the whole Caleb Williams rumors about him not wanting to play in Chicago and blah, 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 blah. Uh, it could be just simply sitting at eight and hoping that Jaden Daniels or Michael Penix falls to you, or it could be us going out and getting a veteran quarterback, or, may, or it may be both, by the way. I mean, you could draft a Jaden Daniels or a Michael Penix and still go get a veteran quarterback like a, a Tannehill or something. Uh, and uh, just to, to kind of, you know, if he's willing to do the mentoring thing, remember the whole my, Matt Ryan? That's where they screwed up because Matt Ryan's like, yeah, I'll mentor people. Some guys won't, uh, and Ryan woulda, but it is what it is. So we have to talk about two things here, in my opinion, and that is what do we want to see happen? And the second part of this is I'm curious from all of you, how far away are, are, are we, when I say we, Falcons, how far away are they? How Let's leg- because I think there's an assumption, at least there was an assumption toward the end of the year, that, oh, you know, if we get a quarterback, look what happened. When Taylor Heineken played a good game, we won. So all we need is a quarterback. And I looked at that team that stopped playing in the final game, and I went, mm, I think we're farther away than some people realize. 
And we got really nice pieces, and yet, mm, so if you're opposed to Belichick, that's fine. I don't really care. That's another aspect of this. I got people screaming at me saying, how can you not really oppose, you know, Belichick? Because I, I don't know really at this point that anybody is certain of what the answer is. Okay? I, I, I mean, I've been following the Falcons since 1975. been covering them since 1979. At times I've thought, okay, this is the answer. Right now, there's a, I'm standing out in the middle of the woods scratching my head. And you ought be too. Because if you think you know what the answer is, well, I would hope you better be right. Okay? That's all I can tell you. And and revisionist history doesn't matter here. Oh, we should have done. We should have is, is not really where we should go. You want to do it, fine. I'll let you. I'll give you all the room you want for we should have. We should have done this. We should have done that. You know, that's irrelevant. You can't, you know, I should have never married my first wife. Whatever. You know, I mean, true but that's not that's not the point okay the, the point is is you can only take it from right now today forward what are we going to see happen here and what do you do about it and that's what we're going to get into with you at 404-726-0929 two questions what do we want and i'm kind of curious as to kind of how far away you think we are john fricky and oren romaine today on sports radio 92 on the game or my clock is off. Are we are we due for a break yet, or am I missing something? You can take a you, you can take a phone call or a couple phone calls right now, John, if you want to. Oh, okay. Well, just you just get my ear and play a little bit of music, and we'll do that. Uh, let's go to uh, beginning at the top. Reed is joining us. Hey, Reed, welcome to the show. Mister Freaky, how you doing? Good, man. So, hey, um, this is what I think about. I, I would like to see something like uh, Mike Rabel. Uh, maybe a Raheem Morris. Um, I think we ought to keep the defensive coordinator that we have. Um, and also, I, I think we should try to go out and maybe get Jaden Daniels, but I would like to see us possibly go out. I don't think the NFC South is just going to get that much better next year. I think 10 wins next year, I think we'll still win the NFC South. So I think we go out and we get like a Kirk Cousins, um, something like that. Someone we know is going to come in and be a good person and mentor, like you were mentioning earlier, and let Jaden Daniels sit behind him for a year. And then we're talking about a future with the Falcons. But I think if we had someone like a Kirk Cousins, maybe a Tannehill, you mentioned that, I think we could still win the NFC South next year. But I don't think we're close enough as a team right now to go deep into the playoffs. We're, we're good enough, I think, to make the playoffs, but I don't know how deep we can go. You know, that's a, a really good point by you, Reed, because it's one of the things that we discussed here was, you know, I, Arthur Blank's desire he'll be 82 next year, or this year, pardon me, uh, it is January. Uh, he'll be 82 this year to win now. This team hasn't been in the playoffs since 2017. It's 2024, so you got to win now. Uh, versus, you know, are you selling yourselves out to win now and selling out the future? I don't know why you can't have both. You know, they talked a couple of years ago about both, about winning and and rebuilding. I actually think the franchise now is in a position where they can do both. They can win and build for the future, and I think the quarterback position is the obvious place to do that by doing just that. Drafting a quarterback, though it's going to be so tempting to draft Jared Verser, isn't it? Oh, my God. Uh, Drafting a quarterback (laughs) and not playing him right away. 
Yeah, and I'm afraid that if we go out, I mean, you know, there's no guarantee Caleb Williams or anyone else is going to be a C.J. Stroud where they come in and light it up their first year. You know, quarterbacks struggle their first year for the most part. And if you have someone in there that's a veteran that can teach and, and someone can sit behind for a year, uh, like Michael Vick did with, with uh, uh, Matt Ryan, I mean, that's that's building something that we can look forward to that, hey, when he gets us, you know, throw some plays in there, let him come in, you know, spot places come in and, and run some plays here and there during this first season, use his legs, you know, get him, get him in some special plays. But for the most part, lean on your veteran quarterback to get us to, uh, to win the NFC South and see what we can do from there. But then the following year, we could be looking at going deep into the playoffs if the quarterback that we get hits. Yeah, it, it's going to be really fascinating. I do appreciate it, Reed. Thanks, 404-726-0929. It is John Fergana Saturday. I know, Rick and Brian, uh, Ryan and Vic. I, I know. Okay, I know. Uh, 404-726-0929, John Fergie with Oren Romain and you. We're talking about the Falcons. What do we do? What do you expect? I guess, you know, what do you expect here? I mean, what you want and what you expect. I don't really know what I want. I I'm, I expect if I if I'm down to two, it's Raheem Morris or maybe Belichick. I think it might be Belichick. What is that going to mean? Oof. Next on Sports Radio 92 on the game. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. On a Saturday live on Sports Radio 910, the game with all of you, and we're talking about the Falcons right now. Just a quick NFL note, if I may. Uh, the wild card round begins uh, today. Uh, Browns and Texans at 4:30 from Houston. That game is on uh, our sister station, 1380 News and Talk, WAOK, and that will be followed also on WAOK by the Dolphins and the Chiefs. Did you see Oren Romain that tickets for the Dolphins-Chiefs game are like they're giving them away free? <laughs> I mean, do you want to sit out there in that weather for no, no. three and a half, four hours, John? I mean, a couple of months ago, I mean, you, you, you couldn't buy a ticket because Kelsey's woman, what's her name, uh, Yoko Swifto? That, 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 you couldn't buy a ticket for like $1,000. 
because Yoko Swifto was coming to the game. Uh, no, but for, for the kickoff tonight in Kansas City, they're saying uh, uh, minus 3 to minus 5, winds of around 15 miles an hour, wind chill between 20 and 25 below. <laughs> oh, wow. Say, if you want to – hey, by all means, if, if, if that's what you want to go do, sit out there and watch that football game, more power to you. Oh, man. Man, oh wow, yeah, no fun. <laughs> uh, and uh, the uh, also, but the the governor in New York has moved uh, the uh, Steelers Bills game from Sunday to Monday. Is that correct? Did I get that? That right? is correct. There is a okay. travel ban that's going to go into effect in Erie County starting tonight. I think it's hit at nine o'clock. So it was going to be probably travel issues that would prevent both teams from being able to get to the stadium tomorrow. So they're going to move it to Monday at four thirty. So Monday at 4.30 for the Steelers-Bills, and we'll have a Monday doubleheader with the uh, Steelers-Bills in Buffalo and the Eagles and Bucks in, uh, down in Tampa. 404-726-0929. So first off, I need help cooking. I've never cooked a filet mignon, so this will be interesting. Uh, and reverse sear. And Mike Honey actually sent me a note on that. I just saw that pop. If, you, that's what it was if there was ever somebody to give you advice on cooking a steak, Mike Conti would be that dude. Oh. No, that, it was about something else. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> Never mind. Sure. Uh, I'll answer him yes. Uh, and uh, let's see here. I'll do uh, that one. Are you reading your text message um, during the show right now, John? <laughs> yes, I am. I, oh, gosh. I have to answer the boss. What? There's nothing wrong with that. It's a relaxed show. See, that's the great thing about this show. It's relaxed. It's like, you know, I get two guys at a bar. You know. Would I you mean, pull your phone out if you're talking to a guy at a bar, John? Yes. Okay, that's fair enough then. As long uh, as you're Josh being consistent. Josh uh, and he's on with John. Hey, Josh, welcome to the show. What's up? Thanks for taking my call, guys. Sure. So, for the first point about your filet mignon, uh, what you want to do is get a – if you have a cast iron, I'd use that. Get medium-high heat, salt, pepper, throw it on four minutes each side, and then you want butter, garlic, either rosemary or thyme, and then base the heck out of that thing. Yeah, I mean, that's what I would do with any steak. But I, I guess, yeah. uh, you know, the thickness of it. Now, what, what I was asking about is I, I, everything I hear is this reverse sear, which I've never done, which means basically you, you, you get it, you know, put a little, uh, you know, neutral oil on it, like avocado or something, and uh, salt, pepper, maybe some garlic powder. And you throw it in the oven for like 40, 45 minutes at like 275. And then you just pull it out and go sear, sear, and then serve it. I, I've never done oh, that. Oh, I've done that before. It worked out pretty good. Lays all right. It's pretty good when you do it with the roast here. Okay, this is just a new thing for me. I just have never actually ever done that. Uh, anyway, uh, so uh, Josh, I, I don't know. Um, you know, I think the previous caller is right. That's my 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 assumption is at least based on what we know at the moment that the NFC South next year will be imminently winnable. I think Carolina is quite a ways away. I think the Swampers, even though they beat the hell out of us in the final game are probably not trending in an up direction, uh, and I don't know what to make of the Bucks, but I think it's an eminently winnable division despite all of what the Falcons need to do in terms of player personnel here. But I, I don't know what I want. Do I want a Raheem Morris who knows something about the, about the franchise to go after a young quarterback and go that route, or do I want you know, a, a rush edge, which is another thing that we desperately need on this team at the number eight spot and a veteran quarterback. Do I want Bill Belichick? I, I don't know what I want that will work for us over the next couple of three years where I see us being in a winnable division. I think, just in my opinion, I think we're going to take quarterbacks. I think we're going to make a move and 
uh, move up in the draft. And I'd like to see uh, Ben Johnson from Detroit or maybe a Slowick from Houston that can come in and develop our quarterback. I don't, I'm not really hot on Belichick. I mean, he's the greatest coach of all time uh, when he had Brady unstoppable. But just in these last four years without Brady and him running the whole personnel decisions, I didn't, I'm not a big fan of how he ran things. And he's just he's getting old. So you've got about three or four years with a Belichick, and I don't think that's, that'll put us in a position for success. So I want to see like a Ben Johnson or a Bobby Slowick come in and take over yeah, the franchise. Right, right. Yeah, those are, two, those are two of the hot names. Uh, no, no question about it, Josh. I, I, I'm kind of with you when I say, and I appreciate it, Josh, uh, that Belichick is certainly it's the name that Albert Breer was on 92 in the game, the great NFL insider talking about Belichick being here. I mean, that may be a way that Mr. Blank wants to go. Uh, I, I don't know that it's going to be – I think there's two problems with it. One is his age and his uh, resume without Brady. And I think the second problem is 28-3. to 3. I mean, so, uh, you know, I, I think that there's a lot of problems with Belichick in my world. Uh, I am – you know, I, somebody was screaming at me at the Twitter, which I like to do, or the X, or whatever you call it, saying, that, you know, I, you can't accept it. You know, you can't accept Belichick. I'm like, well, I mean, I, ha- I have to. No, you just can't. I'm like – Dude, I, it's not like I have a choice. If if it's Belichick, I'm going to have to go. Okay, hoodie, show us. You know, lead us, lead us to the promised land here. Now, do I think that that's the way I would go? No. Uh, is there going to be a bidding war for Ben Johnson? Maybe. Would I take an offensive? I would probably take an offensive guy again. I'd probably go back into that. Well, I do like Raheem Morris a lot, and I, I you know, I think he, you know, is an interim here after Dan Quinn. I think he did some really nice things, and I'd love to see him get another shot. Uh, Todd Munkin, if he's ready to be a head coach, I'm good with that. Ben Johnson, I'd like to see an offensive guy with a with a quarterback that he pre-selects by himself. All right, that's what I would like to hey, see. John, I think there's something that people are missing in regards to why Bill Belichick is as highly regarded for this position as he is. We've made a great deal about Arthur not wanting to reset and Arthur being 81 years old. Like he doesn't doesn't want to rebuild one of the big things that was you know kind of Arthur Smith coming in here was that we'll have a couple years of being in cat purgatory and then once this thing jumps off it's going to jump off and then we need to go ahead and get going with the way the NFC South is right now the way that this team is currently constructed right now being if you think that they are a quarterback away from not just being competitive but being playoff and conference championship worthy Arthur doesn't want to wait, I think, three or four more years and bring in a guy like a Bobby Slowick or a Ben Johnson, a coordinator who doesn't have the head coaching experience yet, and maybe they kind of grow into that position. He just had a guy here for three years trying to grow into the position, having never been a head coach before. I think in Arthur's mind, when you go out there and you get a Bill Belichick, you're getting a guy who brings championship pedigree and championship caliber from day one. So if you're Arthur, you're not wanting, you're not turning that clock back on the reset anymore. There is no rebuild. There is no reset. If I know I've got three years of Bill Belichick or four years of Bill Belichick, and if you're Arthur too, if I know I have four or five more years where I'm going to be out in front as the owner of this football team before I turn things over, then Belichick's got to be that guy for him, I think, right? Because that's three years of championship or close to championship caliber football he's going to want, and that's what comes with that coach right there. No, I don't disagree. I mean, we heard Jim Harbaugh. We heard 
you know, Pete Carroll, when he became available, the whole Vrabel thing, I thought, do we really want to go down the Titans card again? Belichick, you know, people were saying, Saban ought to come over here. He's got a house, and Kirby Smart ought to take a shot at the NFL. And, and I was like, okay. Uh, but I do want a head coach. I mean, I do. Uh, and Raheem Morris kind of fits the bill on both. I mean, he, is a head, he has been head coach of this team, even on an interim basis. Um, so, yeah, I, I'm kind of in favor of, uh, of having somebody come in. And, uh, again, it doesn't matter what I want. It doesn't matter what you want, but I am curious to, for, the, for both of us to talk about this uh, because it's only going to be what Mr. Blank wants, right? And I, and I think Lauren's correct, by the way. I think he's going to want somebody to come in here because he's going to say, your job is to win now. Let's go to Matt in Atlanta. He's on with John. Hey, Matt. What's going on, man? Yeah, I got two points I want to make, man. First thing, we're not going to get the number one pick because Chicago is going to get rid of their QB, Justin Fields. I see it. It's written all over there because I've been looking at a lot of Chicago people talking about it. He's gone. So we should well, pick right, up st- Hang on, hang on, Matt. This, hang on. Let's take one thing at a time here. I'll, g- I'll give you a chance. Uh, all I'm reading is that Caleb Williams is back to – if Chicago, I won't, I won't, I won't even declare for the draft unless Chicago uh, puts it in writing that they will, that they will keep Justin Fields, because I don't want to go to Chicago, and which I think it's kind of. Let's say that that's true, Matt. I think it's sort of silly, because all he has to do is say, I, I don't know why you have to take that much, you know, that kind of a route. All you have to say is to Chicago is, I declare for the draft, and by the way, Bears, I am not going to play for you, so don't draft me. Um, I'm just not going to play for you. Well, <clears throat> just from, from, from everything that I'm listening to the Chicago people saying, I hadn't heard that part. And I don't think it, – it's just my opinion. We're going to end up with Justin Fields or Daniels. That's going to be the choice we're going to have to make. And I think when what, what Justin Fields did to us, that, that, that's a good quarterback. He's good. You know, how, you know, what he did for a couple of years before that, I have no idea. But I know from looking at the way he played against us, he looks like he'd be a good fit in Atlanta. He really does. Um, and, of course, if you, if you did get Justin Fields, uh, I'm sure the Bears would want high compensation for that. If I'm the Bears and, and Caleb Williams doesn't want to play for me, then I'm trading. I am going to trade the number one pick um, because I think I can get so much for it. And, and, and then like, the last for example, point I want to make. Hmm? Oh, well, and then, well, but, but yeah, hang on, because uh, I want to ask you this. Would you, if the, if the Bears say we are, you know, Caleb Williams has said I'm not going to play, and the Bears say, okay, well, we will trade the number one pick. If you're Atlanta, depending on who the head coach is, would you offer them our eighth pick, Matt, and a, uh, a second-round pick this year, and our first-round pick next year? Would you would you do that? In my opinion, I would do what, you know, without being ridiculous, I would do whatever we needed to do to get that number one because we need it. Because, you know, I think I think that would put us in a whole different direction as a football team. Because, you know, I've, I've saw the guy play. He is that guy. So if we can get him, yeah, yeah, I give up, I give up the eight and two, two rounds, two first rounds. I would. He's worth it. Because you're not going to get another quarterback like that for a while, a couple of years. No, I appreciate it, uh, Matt. Thanks much. Uh, quick break here and back, uh, and the breaks here are quick. And we're talking with you, Kareem Carl, JD, 404-726-0929. John Fricky on a Saturday afternoon. And now – Noon to two Sunday, I have found out here during the show because of the Steelers and Bills game being moved to Monday. So we'll add a show in noon to two tomorrow and then 10 to one on Monday on Sports Radio 92 on the game. Council. 
I just had a text here. Bernays sauce is not, look, Bernays sauce is not hard. Neither is Hollandaise, though you have to really kind of know that you can't stop stirring it and knowing exactly when to pull it off. You want to be a good cook and impress girls and young women, right, for all you young guys out there. The only reason, my, I grew up at Hilton Hotels, okay? My dad was a hotel manager. And I used to go down when I was 14 or 15 into the kitchen and help out. Uh, and I, they taught me how to make all the sauces. I made a brown sauce, a tomato, a white sauce, a cheese sauce, a hollandaise, a bernaise. I learned how to make all the sauces. And I've always known how to make all the But now, of course, you have YouTube. Learn how to make the sauces because the sauce is everything. And if you can make a really good bernaise or a really good hollandaise or you know, all the great sauces that are out there, you're going to find that, uh, you know, you're cooking, and they're going to go, wow, yeah. You know, how often do you go into a restaurant, and it's a sauce that, yeah, you just have to learn how to make the sauce, and they're not that hard. Um, we talk about quarterbacks, and it's fine, John Fricky with you along with Oren Romain, and we can talk about quarterbacks all we want. I think I'm pretty much on record as saying that, you know, I would love to, if Chicago does want to pass on Justin Fields and use the number one pick on a quarterback, that – I would love to have Justin here in Atlanta. Now, will the new coach want that? I don't know. Will it work? I don't know. Uh, but, I mean, I'm on record as saying that I think that that was – you know, remember, Justin Fields is only one year older than Michael Penix. He's one year older. Uh, Justin's currently 25 and Penix is 24. Uh, but I, I, I'm, I'm curious. You know, bring him back home, put him in a new environment, uh, you know, all that kind of stuff. I'd like to see how it – would it work? I, I, who knows? Would, I mean, you, your guess is as good as mine. But before we get to the quarterback situation and what the new coach is going to do, we got to get to a new coach and a new coaching staff. Let's not forget. People say, well, I would like to keep. Well, you would like to keep. But that doesn't mean the new coach would like to keep. He wants to bring in his own people. So he, he may or may not keep people. You know, that's how it works. If I'm the head coach and I'm coming in, is, is if you were the new boss, you'd bring your own people in. Now, would he keep Ryan Nielsen? Maybe. Uh, would he not? I don't know. Uh, we'll see. 404-726-0929. So we have to figure out the coach because it doesn't matter if we need a defensive end or another cover corner, which we do because Kuda hasn't really worked out so much. Uh, and Clark Phillips just – we need to get rid of Richie Grant. We all understand that, everybody. right? DeMarco Helms is a nice player. He's a backup. Okay, he just is. So you need another safety. You need another cover corner. You need a rush edge. And you need a quarterback. It's not just one thing here with this team. You might need another linebacker, though, Troy Anderson coming back. Really helps out of that front. Who's the head coach, and what is that head coach going to want to do in terms of the package that he wants to put together on the field here? Uh, let's go to Kareem. He joins John and Oren. Hey, Kareem, welcome to the show. Hey, good afternoon, John and Oren. Good afternoon, Kareem. Hey, John. So, uh, to agree with the last caller's point, I'm all down with let's get Justin Fields. And I understand what you were just saying about, you know, where we got to get a coach first. But if I could, if you will allow me, right, we already know that uh, Harbaugh, he wants a mobile quarterback. He's going to run pretty much the read option offense. So with that said, John, if I'm Mr. Blank, I'm on my golf stream right now, and I'm showing up in Ann Arbor with a blank check, excuse the pun. I'm showing up with a blank check, and I am telling Jim Harbaugh to write his number. Harbaugh 
will have to say no to me. I'm not, you know what I mean? We, we gotta, you gotta go all in for Harbaugh. You gotta put the Home Depot money, everything you got behind it. Make, make Jim Harbaugh tell you no. Um, that's that. I uh, yeah, want Harbaugh Kareem, and Kareem, I want let me, let, Yeah, I, I understand what you're saying, Cream. Can I ask you a question? Sure. I don't know that Jim's in it for the money because Michigan gave him an offer of $125 million to stay as the coach at Michigan. And he hasn't, that was what, two, two and a half weeks ago? He hasn't said, yeah, he didn't jump at it. I, I, I think he's about, I think Jim Harbaugh, Kareem, is about one thing and one thing alone. How many coaches out there have won both a college football Division One national championship and a Super Bowl? Jimmy Johnson comes to my head off the top of my right, head. Well, I, no, that's I fine. Say, I think there are three. Is that right, Orrin? Jimmy Johnson, Pete Carroll, Barry Switzer. Is that it? I, am I missing someone? I think you're right. I think there are three. I think that's what he's about because if he does that, Kareem, what does he do? He he trumps his brother. Remember, he lost the Super Bowl to his brother, right? So he trumps his yep. brother. So he can sit around for the rest of his life going, ha, 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 ha. See, I got you, John. <laughs> I think that's what it's okay. about. Duly, duly noted on that, John. But I think that uh, in all, blank, we, the Atlanta Falcons, we can sell Harbaugh on – the potential in Atlanta, brand-new indoor stadium, fan base, dying, a franchise that's dying. We haven't had a championship uh, professional football since 66, since we came to this town. So this is the place, and and and, and the, the, the support, the nucleus, we're all there. We're just him away from potentially taking us to where we, to where we all want to be, fan base, owner, and where the coach wants to. Yep, no, I appreciate it. I, I'm not a fan. Thank you, Kareem. I got full phone lines. I'm not a big fan of the whole coaches, the GM thing, because I think, you know, Bill Parcells pulled it off to some degree. I'm not sure Belichick did. Good guy, bad guy at the same time thing. But I think that's what Jim Harbaugh wants. I think what Jim Harbaugh is seeking is an opportunity in the NFL with the, with the franchise that he could take quickly this year or next into the Super Bowl, and he wants to have final say on the player personnel. That's what I think he's after. Now, you look at the teams that need team, uh, coaches, Falcons, Panthers, Raiders, Chargers. Of course, Chargers do have Justin Herbert. Uh, Seahawks, Titans, Commanders. On that list uh, of seven, I, the, Falcons, the Falcons aren't number one. They're number two. Okay? I mean, the, the, I think the Titans are a long way away. The Commanders are a mile away. The Raiders are – I think I'm the Davis guys, so – I, I, look, I think the Falcons are an option for Jim Harbaugh. They, they, they can't not be, if his desire is to go to a Super Bowl in the next two years, I, I think he has to look at the Falcons and realize, okay, I need some pieces. I'm getting Grady back. I need a quarterback, maybe two. But there are things to like about the Atlanta Falcons, including really good, and, and I think we get the right quarterback. You'll see just how good uh, Drake London, Kyle Pitts, and, um, and Bijan Robinson and, and some of this core of uh, young studs on offense can really be. Let's go to uh, Kevin. He's in Roswell. He's on with John. Hey, Kevin. Kevin? Callers, John and Oren. And also, I read an article recently blogging dirty. Now, one thing it brought up, could the Falcons, depending on if Terry Fontenot stays or goes, because uh, somebody pointed out when they had that news conference, 
Blank and just McKay, Fontenot was absent. And somebody said, oh, well, McKay was just subbing in for Fontenot. If Fontenot's role is to be lessened, in other words, if he's going to defer to Harbaugh, I could see Harbaugh coming here, perhaps. And then another point on Belichick, I've read and I'm also considering, okay, he's near the tail end of his career, and is he just going to be in it just to pass on Shula? And if so, I hearken back to when Bill Parcells was looking for a team to be VP of, and he had an interview set with Blank, and then when Miami jumped and said, okay, we'll move your interview sooner, Parcells canceled his interview with the Falcons and went with Miami anyway. So I do wonder, being close friends and being a uh, protege of, of Parcells, Belichick would pull the same thing and just use the Falcons for that. So I have that concern. Harbaugh, I saw where San Diego, excuse me, <laughs> the Chargers, whatever you want to call them, they were number one choice. Here's my issue with that. That family, and I know Alex Spanos, he's, he's, he's passed. He's not with us anymore. That family has never treated, has never been great with coaches and GMs. And we're trying to re-sign key players. They're hard-fisted, tightwads, if you want to call them that. They don't give much of an inch. And they don't hold on to people very well. So, yes, Justin Herbert's there. And I've seen where that makes him the number one choice. But still, with that family and the way they run things, I don't see where that's a good choice for anybody, unless you're a first-time coach. Well, now, no, I, I, so so Kevin, Kevin, hang on, one thing at a time. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. So to stop, I don't disagree with okay. what you have to say about fo- okay. folks in Atlanta are not going to know this about you know the old man Alex Spanos, the Spanos family. I know Dean Spanos fairly well. Covered okay. the Chargers for a number of years. Um, and okay. So uh, you know, I lived in San Diego. I was the morning show guy okay. at the Chargers radio station. Did oh, charges okay. pre and post game? Okay, so I, I know the I know the Spanos right. family, I know the know the franchise. So this is the this is the attraction though, is that Jim Harbaugh and D, Jim Harbaugh became Jim Harbaugh came in as a quarterback, at, right, at, right at the at the end of the whole Ryan Leaf debacle, and when that's when I got to know Jim, and he mm-hmm. settled the whole franchise down, and that's when that's why he became the okay. head coach. Jim Harbaugh did at the University of, of San Diego, uh, oh, okay. before he went to Stanford, and so he was okay. in San Diego at the time. And it was pretty obvious right. at that point that, you know, uh, that being Jack Harbaugh's son, that he was going to be a head coach, and he really kind of acted as a de facto head coach. The attraction of the Chargers is that he and Dean are friends. That's it. Well, I didn't mean to throw cast on. I do apologize for throwing doubts on the family, but I do know Father Spanos. Uh, he was – now, I do know they were really wrong when the Manning family said, or Archie Manning said he didn't want his son Eli playing for San Diego. I thought that was spitting in the face, and that, that set a bad precedent. So then when the other guy... No, I know, I know, I, goals, I got you. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't... If Caleb Williams said that to the Bears, that's going to make things interesting because a lot of people, I do recall, and I'm sure you do too, were really, really pulling for the Falcons to draft Justin Fields. Oh, why didn't they draft Justin Fields? So that'll be interesting if they try and go for him. Or the blogging dirty article suggests the Falcons go all in on going after Kirk Cousins, which I think would be interesting if that happens, if. Yeah, and again, this is, and I appreciate it, Kevin. Thanks, four four seven two six zero nine two nine. All dependent upon who the coach is and the, the direction that the coach wants to go. Because what cost Arthur Smith his job? Arthur Blank deferred to, uh, you're sitting in a room, they're saying, what do you need here? And Terry Fontenot says, I need all this money to go out and sign Calais Campbell and to go out and sign Caden Ellis and David Onmanyata 
and Jesse Bates, and I'm, we're going to put all our free agent money, and we're going to spend it all on the defensive side of the football and build a top-flight defense. And Arthur Smith says, you know, hey, uh, we can use a draft pick and get a dynamic player on offense. And, by the way, can you win? Because the question is put to him, right? Can you win with Desmond Ritter quarterback? Yes. Desmond's going to be a fine quarterback. He may not be the world's best quarterback, but he's going to be able to not lose us games. And we'll be able to, with all the other weapons that we have at our disposal, win a whole bunch of games. We'll win them on defense. That's how we'll do it. It was kind of the way they did it in Tennessee. You had an average quarterback with a dynamic running back game and a solid defense. And that was what he was trying to recreate. Well, it wasn't an average quarterback. So he put all his chips into the quarterback, and the quarterback was a disaster. He wasn't no better than Marcus Mariota, for God's sakes. I mean, the only difference between him and Mariota is he didn't quit. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it's it, it, that that's the quarterback decision that will make or break a head coach. 404-726-0929. John Fricke on a Saturday afternoon with you. We have NFL football tonight, including uh, Browns and Texans at 430 and the Dolphins and Chiefs at 8. Those games are on our sister station, 1380 News & Talk WAOK. By the way, you should know again, wind chill in uh, Kansas City for kickoff tonight between 22 and 25 below zero. Okay. More of your calls next. Uh, Sports Radio 99 The Game. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.